I am a big fan of experiences as presents because this is probably a fault of mine, but a lot of times if I want something, I will just buy it for myself. So when it comes time to picking out presents for me and for other people that I know, experiences are a great thing to get them, especially if it's something you can go experience together. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9-to-5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to episode 14 of the Digital Dreamer podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about content creation and prep for the holidays. You know, content creation for the holidays is something that I feel like a lot of businesses put off until the very end. And then they're in the middle of trying to make their sales goals, planning for their own personal holidays and then trying to create content and make up those numbers. And so I think that this is a good one to start thinking about early so that you're not adding extra stress to yourself at crunch time. So that it's not Christmas Day and you realize you have nothing to post about that. You're logging into Canva on your vacation (laughs) or whatever. like Logging into Canva while the turkey's cooking. So what have you been up to this week? Last time people were listening, we were together in New York City. Yeah. So now now you're gone. I'm back to Kansas. So I left you. I hopped on a plane and went to Boulder to see your sister. And I love going to Boulder. Every time I go there, I feel like I was made to live there. Now, I don't like cold weather. So I'm not sure about that part. But this time of year when there's no snow. So stay tuned. Stay tuned to see if she still likes it in the winter. True, because I'm not really fond of driving in the snow. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go all winter without going there. But I will tell you, the food was amazing. It is super easy to find things that are are organic and allergy-friendly, which is something I'm always looking for. And it's just such a fun town. I am always so inspired because... People are riding bikes constantly, and it's also kind of hard to get around in Boulder as a driver because there's just a lot of careless cyclists that just jump out in front of cars because they just, I guess it's such a bike-friendly community that they expect you to just be looking for them everywhere, but it is kind of scary. And it scares me having an 18-year-old driver who isn't used to looking for these cars. I mean, these bikes that come out of nowhere. At least they'll see her pink Jeep coming though. (laughs) That's true. They can't miss her. And she says she hasn't seen any other pink Jeeps since she's been there. She might have the only one in that, in that area. Oh, good. Cause I was really worried about that. I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, oh, and then last night, I joined back up with that cycling group that I started riding with a couple weeks ago. It was almost 100 degrees out when we rode last night, so it was a small group, but it was fun. They were very nice. I'm not super fast. They waited for me, so that was fun. And then later on this week, I'm going to do another sunset paddleboard. What did you do after I left you? 
So after you left me in the afternoon, I finished up work. And then that night, I went to a comedy show with some of my friends. And it was really funny. We had a really good time. After the comedy show, we still wanted to do something else. So we rented a karaoke room for an hour and just (laughs) sang our little hearts out. Everything from Shania Twain to Usher to Taylor Swift was sung. It was just the three of us in this little tiny karaoke room that we rented for an hour and we just sang our hearts out. Okay, so I think that's interesting because I'm not sure if I had ever heard of karaoke rooms, like private karaoke rooms, until you started going to those in New York. I don't know if that's mainstream everywhere or not. See, I have a love-hate relationship with them because I do like that you can just have your friends in a karaoke room. But also, I feel like sometimes the fun is being at a karaoke bar where there's lots of people and whatever. But but it's well, nice to have, have... And then you have the good people that kind of get you fired up, but also the bad people that even know when they're singing, they know that they're bad too. And so I think that kind of still adds fuel. Right. But but the downside is that then you have to wait a long time to for your turn to sing. But if you have a private karaoke room with just your friends, at least it's always someone you know singing. Very good point. Okay. So after karaoke, then what? Then we went and got some loaded French fries because obviously. And right. then I went home. <laughs> but then last night was the Bachelorette finale. And it was very nuts. It was very wild. And then they announced the new Bachelor. And we're not going to do any spoilers, but were you happy? I Was I happy with the new Bachelor? I thought he was kind of a boring choice, honestly. Like, I thought that there were other guys they could have chosen who might be more interesting to watch. Not Not saying he's a boring person. I just think of all the people they could have chosen. I... Didn't see him coming. All right. Well, let's get into our main topic for the week then. What do we need to think about when it comes to prepping our businesses for the holidays? You need to know what your goals are for the year because otherwise you are just executing random ideas. You're jumping on trends. You're doing things that on a whim or because you don't have any other ideas or because it You see somebody else doing it. And so you should always start with what your business goals are because that is the driver of everything. And then based on those goals, knowing who your audience is and tailoring that content to your audience. I think that's the number one starting point. Holiday time is not the time to decide to go with the flow with your business. You need to have a plan. And part of that plan, once you know your audience and your goals, is knowing what you're going to sell, what is the product you're going to sell, what product or products, how are you going to make extra revenue during this season? But then after you know that, coming up with a plan for promoting those things and using a multimedia approach, using as many of your digital assets as you can, whether that's your website, your social media, your newsletter, banners, if you have a blog, little banner ads of your own, promoting your own products on your blog, on your website, headers on your social media, talking about it on your podcast, using all of those resources that we've been telling you about and talking about creating 
for the last couple of weeks. And then you also want to make sure that your service is good service so that you have customers coming back throughout the season. This could include offering a promo code for a repeat customer. Well, you know, you see restaurants do this all the time. If you come in, maybe they'll give you a coupon to come back in a few weeks for a dessert, for a free dessert. So always be thinking about not only is your service good, because if your service is bad and you start getting bad reviews, that's going to hurt you. But then also thinking about what are just the little extra things that you can do to get repeat business. And then, like we said, stay focused and on brand. It is super tempting to chase those trends, chase those shiny objects. You see somebody else doing something and you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that? And I see so many people just abruptly change course and they do themselves a disservice because they haven't given their main idea a chance to work because they just lost confidence in it because they thought somebody else's idea was better. So know your strategy and stick with it. Well, and also going off of that, if you suddenly start offering something that's really off brand during the holiday season and you do get a lot of customers, but then you don't offer that same thing throughout the year, you now have a bunch of one-time customers who now are like, well, that's weird. I thought I thought she sold bread, but I did buy a car from her. So <laughs> that's strange. And then also just thinking about being aware of, so we have October, November, and December right now ahead that we are thinking about. And are you a business where the bulk of your sales are going to be seasonal? Maybe you sell gift items and a lot of your items are going to be Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween items. For example, our Etsy store that we recently started, you have loaded it up with holiday items because we know that people buy t-shirts and mugs and cups and tote bags and all that kind of stuff as gifts for the holidays. And a lot of that store revenue is going to be driven in the fourth quarter of the year something like an Etsy store, this is why we plan ahead because it's really important that your store is loaded up beforehand with all of these seasonal products so that they have time. Etsy has time to rank them, figure out where to put it in in searches so that your own products can do better. So if you're if you have an Etsy store and you're not already getting things ready for Christmas and New Year, you need to start that right now. And then thinking about just other trends and events that you can tap into. What is going on in the world that your customers live in? What is a big deal to them? Thinking about the concerns that they have. What stresses them out this time of year? Do they have families? Are they buying gifts? What could you do to make their life easier? Just thinking about all the concerns they have. And then also thinking about are there any things that are taking place because of the political climate, because of COVID, because of the economy, because of jobs that are affecting your particular customer base? How can you make life easier or better for them and address those types of concerns that are popping up? So those are some some of the things that you could be thinking about. Also, people want convenience. They want reduced friction. They want your sale to be easy. So when you're thinking about what you're going to offer, when you're thinking about how they become a customer, 
try to really simplify the process. And then thinking about, especially when it comes to crunch time, when we're getting down to gift season, they want to make sure they can get those products on time. So we talked about this last time. If you have a store like an Etsy store, you want to make sure that you are mentioning when those cutoff dates are because people do not want to get those Christmas presents three weeks after the holidays are over. So make sure that it's clear in your descriptions that you're cutting off your sales dates if people want those to arrive in time for a holiday. Yeah. I mean, think about when that's happened to yourself. I feel like that's happened to everyone. I know there have been a few years where mom's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have literally nothing for you to open because for some reason, nothing came in the mail on time. Sometimes it's not the business's fault. It's just that things get really, really hectic around the holidays. But making sure, especially on Etsy, that you have very clearly a cutoff date listed so people know when to order their presents by. It's possible that your business is not a business that really thrives during holiday time. You don't have products, but maybe your business starts picking up again in January, in February. Now is a good time to start building demand for the new year. Yeah, like if you're going to offer a course, maybe you are a fitness person or somebody that's more in the area of organization or mindset. And so you're going to tap into all those feelings that we have that I'm always hesitant to get excited about because the whole New Year's resolution, New Year, New Me thing is kind of cliche and it's short-lived. But if that is when your business gets the most customers, then you want to be prepared for acting on the emotions and the desires and the motivations of your audience at that time of the year. So this is a good time just to start preparing your content and knowing when to start releasing content that hits on those topics. So let's get into some ideas of things you can do to get your business prepped for the holidays and types of content that you could be making. Something I've been loving recently is the founded on Amazon tab of Amazon where you can look at all of these idea lists and photos that Amazon influencers post. You can do this on Amazon, but you could also do it on Instagram or Pinterest, creating lookbooks or gift guides and optimizing those with keywords, for example, like gifts for dads or Christmas gift for husband. But I honestly love going on the Found It on Amazon tab and seeing gift guides because I'm like, with the visual, I'm like, okay, I think my dad would like that. I think my mom would like that. And that's a great way if you have your own products to sneak those in there. Definitely. And then also remembering about how people now are using Instagram and TikTok as search engines. And so it's really becoming more important for you to think about the SEO, think about the keywords that you are including in your images, in your captions, in your product descriptions, so that somebody could actually go into Instagram and type gift ideas for mom and your products or your services are going to show up. So just always being aware of 
how are people searching and what are they thinking when they're looking for these presents or when they're looking for these gift items or whatever it is they're shopping for this time of year? But I love you could create your own gift guide if you have a lot of things, or it's a great opportunity to collaborate with a bunch of like-minded business owners, whether they're in your town or they're online friends, collaborate and do a gift guide together so that you can maximize each other's audiences and sell products that don't really compete with each other, but appeal to the same type of audience. And then we kind of already talked about the whole affiliate slash influencer program thing, but the holidays are a great time of year to be putting your Amazon storefront out there, or if you use something other than Amazon, getting those affiliate links ready, getting all of that ready and promoting that. This could even be making a TikTok that's like things you need to get your mom for Christmas from Amazon and then having the link to your storefront where they can purchase those items in the bio. But I I think that especially because the Amazon influencer program is still fairly new, like at least at least this version of it, right, is fairly new. I think this could be a huge way for people to make money this holiday season. Yeah. And then you could also do things like five books that make great stocking stuffers or do something with cookbooks or craft books for the holiday. Lots of different ways that you can tie in your influencer links. You could do fashions for your, these are my looks for my January cruise. Oh, I love that. Or or outfit ideas for Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. or something. I love that. That's a great idea. Or you could do a whole thing on how I set my Thanksgiving table and then feature all the items. Okay, this is making my heart so happy because you know I love stuff like that. And I'm like, now watch me now. Like after we finish recording this, I'm going to go on TikTok and just like binge videos on that or something. Like, <laughs> Just don't forget to make time to make your own videos. Right, of course. <laughs> And then we already talked about this a little bit, but if you have an Etsy store or a a real store, now is the time to be getting your holiday items created and listed and ready to go. And that also means taking pictures, like creating displays and taking the pictures, getting your photos and images ready. But think about when it comes to getting your holiday items listed and ready to go, think about how excited you get for things, you know, like I was already looking for Halloween stuff in like July. So, so you know, it's, I don't think it's ever too early to list those things because you'll always have someone like me who is looking for Halloween party decorations on Etsy in July or is looking for Christmas sweatshirts currently in September. Also, another thing to think about is I know I do this a lot. I get tired of buying junk for people just for the sake of buying junk. And so I am more inclined to buy, hey, let's do six months of a membership at Orange Theory, or let's let me buy you six months of a membership to Broadway Dance Center. So buying people experiences, buying people like going on things you can do together, like vacations, theater tickets, And then also thinking about educational things that you can do. I am a big fan of experiences as presents because 
this is probably a fault of mine, but a lot of times if I want something, I will just buy it for myself. So when it comes time to picking out presents for me and for other people that I know, experiences are a great thing to get them, especially if it's something you can go experience together. Right. Because we talked about love languages and quality time. And so especially if the person you're buying a gift for, if their love language is quality time, you've bought them a gift and you're committing to quality time with them. So that's just another great way to buy somebody something. But I was also thinking as a parent, another thing I like to do is let's say you wanted to learn more about photography. Maybe I would buy you an online course to learn about photography. Or if you wanted to learn about filmmaking, they have that whole masterclass series. Maybe you would buy a subscription to that. Maybe you're going to go on a vacation to Mexico and you need to brush up on your Spanish. So somebody gets you a subscription to one of those online language courses. Anyway, if you are somebody who doesn't sell a traditional product, think creatively about your knowledge and how people could use your knowledge and how you might be able to sell that in the holiday season and market it as a gift item for people. That's a great idea because I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I don't sell products, so therefore holiday season is off the table for me. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be. Experiences are great gifts. Who said there's no such thing as a free lunch? Iris Digital Media Group is serving up your digital marketing lunch each Thursday, Join us as we deliver news that fuels your marketing, nourishes your soul, and energizes your efforts. Sign up on our website at irisdigitalmediagroup.com, go to the resource page, and scroll to the form for the digital marketing lunch at the bottom of the page. Then, open your email and join us for lunch each Thursday for juicy marketing news. And let us entertain you with bad puns that make you laugh a latte. Because time is money. (laughs) And then we were talking earlier, too, just about if you are in a traditional retail thing, like you are a hairdresser or a nail tech, you want to make sure that people are getting those appointments in early, that they're booking in advance, because, man, do people get mad when they think they're going to get in the day before Christmas to get their hair done, and you don't have any appointments. I mean, yeah. that's kind of stupid to think you could do that, but but you know, we we've talked about this on our podcast before, but you always have to remember that some people are surprisingly dumb. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but is, am I wrong? Like yeah. Yeah, so do you you really do have to make things so clear for some people because there are there are Wild Karens out there. So (laughs) wild Karens. Yes. Prepare for the Karens. So should we start talking then about a little bit of the variety, the types of content you could create? Yes. One that I think always does really well around the holidays is hosting a contest. Everyone wants free stuff. Everyone wants even a discounted something. Contests are a great way to not only offer something to your loyal followers, but you can also add conditions where they need to tag five friends or something. So you're it's a great way to also be introducing new people to what you offer. And I feel like around the holiday time, we get really excited about all of these cute things. Oh, look at this cute recipe. Look at this drink recipe. 
look at this place where we can all go for a girl's night out. And so friends don't mind that as much when they get tagged because it's exciting and everybody's in the holiday spirit together. And so I think that you also can get away with that a little bit more throughout the holidays. Also countdowns like 12 days of Christmas or 10 days till Christmas, counting down toward Halloween, counting down toward Hocus Pocus movie night. Oh my gosh, that comes out when? Like two weeks? Soon. That's crazy. I Well, I also just can't believe, sorry not to get off topic, but that after all these years, they were like, let's do a sequel. I know. It's so I think cool. it's fun. Like, it's so fun. Yes. But you know, that reminds me too, just like how you do The Bachelor, what kinds of things do people do as little in-home celebrations that you could tap into as a business? And I don't think that you have to be business to consumer. I don't think you have to be a retailer. There's lots of ways to tap into the holiday spirit and the mini celebrations people are doing at home, like Bachelorette Night and Hocus Pocus Movie Night. Another thing that I think is really beneficial around the holidays is sharing reviews of your products or testimonials from people who have done your services because people want to make sure that what they're buying for their loved one is good quality because nobody wants to embarrass themselves by buying something that is going to break in two seconds or is like so cheap. So sharing reviews is a great way to build that trust. Also, at the end of the year, we have lots of best ofs or year in review, my top 10, whatever. So thinking about best books, best business advice, best marketing tips for the end of the year, the top five things I did this year for fun, the top five ways that I stayed in shape throughout the holiday season or just whatever appeals to your business again, doing wrap-ups, years in review. And also sharing photos that customers or clients have tagged you in or so, for example, let's say you sell t-shirts, sweatshirts. This is a great time to also be posting photos of your customers in your merchandise. We have a client that is an esthetician. And I'm thinking of when you do those best of things, she could do best skin skincare products for winter weather. Or a hairdresser could do best holiday updos, best holiday hairstyles. So there's lots of things that way you could do too. And then you can update your cover images or or even your profile images to have a little bit of holiday flair or reflect sales that you're offering. Also remember to take advantage of your mailing list. And if you don't have a mailing list, now in September is the time to start building that mailing list with a free offer, with some sort of a freebie, with a checklist, with a masterclass, whatever, again, appeals to your audience. But now is the time to start building that mailing list because what we don't want to do is you haven't talked to, like a lot of people, they get all excited during the holidays because everybody's doing holiday sales. And then after the holidays, we're so burnt out, we want to go hibernate for January and February and March. And all of a sudden, we forget that we have a mailing list. You do not want to go back to your dead mailing list in December. People are going to be like, who the heck are you? (laughs) They will not pay attention to you. So if you want to use your mailing list, 
which mailing lists, because they're people who know you, have high conversion rates. So you should be using your mailing list. But let's warm up that mailing list audience again if you haven't been using it so that when holidays come and email boxes are flooded, that they remember who you are. And if you're wondering how to build a mailing list, we do have an episode on that. So you should go check it out. Very good point. Also, another thing that really tugs at consumers' heartstrings this time of year is when there is a cause that you truly believe in. And if you can tie purchases to a donation or some some way that you are going to help a nonprofit organization, people love that, especially if they are also really aligned with the cause that you believe in. So that is good. And then if you are a nonprofit, just remembering that this is the time of year people are making more year-end donations. So just remembering to ask for the money. And it's always a good idea too, if you are somebody who is not the nonprofit and there's a cause you believe in, do some sort of a fundraising thing on their behalf. Help them get some new year-end donations in. Let's talk about some of the topics and themes that will be very big in these upcoming months. So starting with October, we have, you know, fall, Halloween, beginning of gratitude season. And this is also a time when people do a lot of crafting. Mm-hmm. I also, it just popped into my head that in October, we usually buy Halloween costumes for our dogs and take them on a fall <laughs> photo shoot. Yeah, well, that's true. In general, fall is a huge time for photo shoots, photography. So if you're in any of those spaces, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a boutique owner who can help people pick out outfits for family photos, fall is a big time for that. And things revolving around what excursions to watch the leaves change or cider fests or pumpkin, pumpkin, whatever you call them. Pumpkin spice lattes. (gasps) Pumpkin spice lattes. Pumpkin patches, all that kind of oh, stuff. We were talking about pumpkin, pumpkin patches. And we were like, you say pumpkin. I'm like, pumpkin spice latte? So, <laughs> so in November, we can think of Thanksgiving. It is gratitude month. Gratitude is always a big thing in, in November. But we also have topics like increased family stress, all the anxiety or Feelings that come up maybe when you're going to get together with a family member or family members, you get everybody together and you start talking about all the things that people don't really disagree or don't really agree about. So there's family stress. Addiction rises. Suicide rates increase throughout November and December. So mental health is also a big topic for the end of the month. And then along with fun crafts and recipes, which I think... No matter what kind of business you are, you can find a way to work recipes and entertaining into your content. I also think that all of these months at the end of the year just have a general sense of like coziness. Mm -hmm. And so just thinking about how you can, I feel like everyone, maybe it's just me. I don't think it's just me, but I feel like everyone at the end of the year is like, I just want to be as cozy, warm, comfy as possible. So finding out how your business can kind of take advantage of the fact that everyone wants cozy comfiness. Mm-hmm. 
And then thinking about December, we have Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Again, the same as the other months, the stress, the addiction, the overwhelm. Maybe we're worried about finances now because we felt pressure to buy presents that we didn't have money for. We might be starting to think about how we're going to pay off those bills, how we're going to reduce debt. So there's a lot of opportunity there for businesses that do not sell necessarily gift items also. But then going back to the coziness, thinking about maybe you're like me and you like to escape the cold. So you're thinking about vacations or yeah, just how, how, how to get festive, how to have a enjoy the people around you and your loved ones during the holiday season. Family vacations are very big in December, I feel like. And I feel like that also ties back in with the whole coziness. People want to spend time with family. So vacations are definitely really big in December. So if you are in that space, that is something to be thinking about for sure. And then once again, we have, you know, the crafting and the recipes. I feel like a lot of that comes from like, you know, the reason you want to do like recipes and crafting is because at least if you are somewhere, if you're like us and you live somewhere where it gets cold, you're like, I don't want to leave my house. So <laughs> it's dark so early. What else do you do? Oh my gosh. When it gets dark at 4 p.m., I'm like, well, good night. I guess it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. We've talked about this before too. And then I think that there is a little bit of a content shift the last week of December you start seeing more trends, predictions, wrap-ups, best-ofs. And then moving into January, we start to see New Year's resolutions, new beginnings, fitness, nutrition, motivation, travel. We also and- see my birthday and... Elvis's birthday. <laughs> yeah, me and Elvis have the same birthday. Honka, honka, burning love. And then throughout November, remember, we also have all of those funky little holidays that I feel like they pop up and the, these are some of the ones where somebody goes, oh no, I don't have a product to sell, but everybody's promoting. So thinking about sales around Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, and then all of your December holidays. But there's a lot of specialty holidays that pop up. I mean, a lot of these are made up by industry associations, but they are holidays designed to get people to shop. So you might want to be thinking in advance so that you can plan, but don't just throw something together at the last minute. I hope this episode helped everyone feel ready to get going with the holiday prep. I know that just talking about like, it sounds silly, but just talking about like prepping holiday content, I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch a Christmas movie. (laughs) Well, And I think it's just good just to start ahead of time thinking about these so that you have time to be creative because if you're waiting till November to come up with what you're going to do for the holidays, you just, you don't have enough lead time to do something creative. You don't have enough lead time to be in a collaboration with somebody. You're just way more limited in what you can do. So just starting to think about it now, starting to plan a strategy really, really is beneficial because we want everybody to have a strong end to 2022. So what is our dream life tip of the week? Well, since we're talking about all this cozy, warm stuff, and we're thinking about fall, fall always makes me think of gratitude. And like I said earlier, November is National Gratitude Month. 
And I just think gratitude is a great thing. It's a great dream life practice because when we are in a habit of being grateful, it helps us look for more good things in our life. And the more good things in our life that we notice, the more good things in our life we are aware of. And it's just this circle where by looking for things that make us happy, we become more happy. So I think that is just one of the biggest things. It's a very, very stressful time of year. And so if we're coupling that with a gratitude practice, it can help us reduce stress. Yeah, I feel like that's something now that you say it that I notice. Like, for example, my grandparents, I feel like they're really happy all the time. And you see them constantly being like, oh, thank you so much for like the littlest little things. And they just they notice such little things and appreciate that and they're so happy. So it definitely makes sense that practicing gratitude definitely improves your life. And when you notice the little things that you can be grateful for, that you're going to be much happier in the long run. Here's a couple of statistics from positivepsychology.com. One of the things that they mention is that simply journaling for five minutes a day about what we are grateful for can enhance our long-term happiness by over 10%. Five minutes a day. Don't we all have five minutes a day to devote to gratitude? And then the study on the effects of gratitude on depression, coping, and suicide show that gratitude is a protective factor. And suicide and depression are such big topics this time of year that I am always thinking about what can we do to protect ourselves? What can we do to insulate ourselves so that we are feeling up so we're not so likely to fall into those habits or situations where our mood is so altered that we're so depressed. And so just by trying to be more grateful, it protects us from suicidal ideation if we are somebody who is stressed or depressed. And so this practice of gratitude can protect us when we're already at our weakest, when our coping skills aren't the greatest. So just always remembering to try to use the tools that we have. And then I love talking about optimism too, because I just think optimism is part of what helps us see the good in life. It helps us be more joyful. It helps us be happier. It helps us live a good life. And if we are up and happy, then we're more motivated to do the things, to take the actions that it takes that are required to start that new business, to go to college, to take that big risk. And so gratitude journaling, again, just everybody needs to have a gratitude journal because a gratitude journal has been shown to result in a 5 to 15% increase in optimism. And these are all tiny things, but when you start doing lots of little tiny things, they, they add up and they all add to our joy. So, I mean, kind of being silly here, but I would add a gratitude journal with quality time cuddling my dogs every day because we also know that cuddling our dogs makes us happier. Or hugging a loved one. Yeah. And like you said earlier, all it takes is five minutes a day journaling about gratitude. We all have five minutes. Nobody is that busy. Not even Lynn Memo Miranda is so busy mm-hmm. that he doesn't have five minutes for gratitude. Everybody has five minutes. Although I usually feel like I do mine right before bed. And I unfortunately need to stop bringing my journal with me into my bed because 
I have accidentally let my pen leak on two different sets of sheets now. So <laughs> I did one where we had just come home from something and your sister said, oh, it's it was some like weird moon phase where you were supposed to write a letter to yourself. And so she goes, let's all remember to write our letters to ourselves." I fell asleep writing my letter on my computer. <laughs> it was pretty funny to read the next morning. I'm like, oh, a little bit made sense. <laughs> and didn't you say, did I make this up or didn't you say that you accidentally, <laughs> you accidentally wrote it from someone else's point of view? From Sarah's point of view. These letters are supposed to be from your own point of view. It's like a form of like manifesting and she wrote it from someone else's point of view. <laughs> you were very tired, I guess. That's why you fell asleep. Crazy times, crazy times. All right. What are we talking about next week? Next week, we are talking about how action is required when creating your dream life. You have to stop researching and planning and going on and on about making sure everything is perfect and just jump in. I think this would be a good one. I think it's very timely because I've been thinking a lot too about all the people that we want to help start businesses and start podcasts and help make their businesses more profitable. And if this is something that has been just this idea in your mind, something that you haven't taken action on, this is the time of year to start taking those baby steps, start dreaming a little bit more, to start putting that plan in place so that when January hits, things can bust wide open and you can have an amazing 2023 with massive profits and success. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star review and share with a friend. Bye. Bye.